It's your boy Darnell. Another week on Talking Greasy, and we're gonna talk about when is enough enough on Talking Greasy. This episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash greasy. There you'll have access to over 180,000 titles right from your smartphone. What's up, y'all? This is Roswell from First Come, First Serve, and we are Talking Greasy. Hey man, it's another week. We back in here. Hey man, uh, I got a special guest in here, and uh, just uh, introduce yourself, just in case people been living on the rock they don't know you. Hi, I'm Simone. Um, I've been living in Dallas for about nine months now. Uh, originally from Indiana. Um, mm-hmm. Currently have my um, thank you. Um, <laughs> Marriage and Family Therapist Associate License, so I'm not fully licensed yet, but I do therapy. Um, so, yeah, that's a little bit about me. Okay. Hey, man, uh, before we get into our main topic, let's get into the question of the week. Question of the week, 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 what? question of the week, question of the week, question of the week, question of the week. One of the questions of the week: What triggers you to get angry? Because again, you you uh you have a master's in you know uh, counseling and all that. But what what what's your triggers? What what's like if somebody does this? If somebody you know does that, it's it's like overdrive. Um, it only takes a lot to get me angry, but. The one thing, <laughs> the one thing that I know for sure, like, is a trigger is um, if someone says something that kind of brings my character into question, because um, I'm the type of person that, you know, I try to be the type of person that is always friendly, kind, nice. I'm not a malicious type of person. So if anyone even tries to hint at me being that type of person, uh-huh. it instantly makes me mad. Except the dentist. But anyway. <laughs> Okay, that laughter uh, proves a lot, but I, I but okay, because again, I was uh, because you know, I got anger issues, and I was looking into it. I heard anger is you not accepting a something that's not in your control or something that doesn't go your way. So, what about that just irks you when your character is in question? Um, it's like you said with like the control thing. The okay. biggest thing is like, okay, now that you've said this, especially if it's someone that doesn't know me, mm-hmm. if I ever meet them, they're already going to have something in their mind about me and they don't even know who I am. So you've already taken away the chance for me to maybe even have like a good type of relationship with that person or, um, really just for them to have their own impression of me because they've already got an impression based on what you've said. And and that's the uh, the whole scary part because it's like, you know, uh, I think somebody uh, uh, called me out on it and they said, like, you want to have control of everything. I'm like, no, nah, I used to be that type of person. But, you know, you you get to that place of you trying to make this thing do exactly what you want. Life, person, everything else. It, it just drives you crazy. One of my things that i just hate with a capital h is 
I hate being lied on. Like me, you, what you think of me is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. But if your lie got enough power or it's entertaining enough to get me in a situation, that's when I get my most mad is because I accept people for who they are, what they do, what they say. That they're going to do exactly what they're going to do, period, every day, all day. But when, like, hypothetically, not even going there, but, like, let's say hypothetically you lied on me and said, uh, you know, I was making inappropriate passes at you or sexually assaulted you. That's a big thing because, you know, being a six-foot-one black man, they going with it, period. Right. And Or... Or even worse, what if you uh, get lied on about a, about another crime? Like you at the grocery store, they're like, "Oh, oh, he was stealing." Right now, you gotta defend it, cause cause to me, I don't really care what you say or do. But when it messes with my livelihood, that's when I start getting a little mad. And the weird thing is. <laughs> And, and please correct me because again you're the authority in the room but have you noticed a lot of us as people we don't really gauge what's really wrong with us until we're like in relationships or we're like forced into close quarters with other people because we can we can do the fake smiles we can seem decent in public when we have to be this intimate and this vulnerable with other human beings or our wives or kids or anybody else it seems like a lot of people don't stack up once we close the doors and everything why why is that um so a lot of times it's because from the time you're born up until like really maybe high school maybe college Mm -hmm. you're around people that are kind of giving you basically the tools you need as far as relationships with other people. So it doesn't mean that they're necessarily the right tools, but if that's all you know, that's all you know. But then when you get around other people who maybe have different tools than you do, then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden what you thought was right maybe isn't right, and you have to evaluate that now. You know what? But this is 2020. It's a little different. We don't we don't do that anymore. Like if your idea don't work, most people take that as a challenge against them as a person. Like, like simple stuff like, Oh, you for abortion. I'm against it. I know you're against it, but I feel like you should die or you should lose your job. You should like everything about you should be gone because you don't agree with who I am or what I'm about, and that's a, and that's a scary thing. But let me ask you something because it it kind of creeps into our big topic. But uh, I'm I'm a uh, not go too deep with this question. But what what's what gets us so angry that we uh, we could possibly uh, you know. Be in conflict with uh, the person we're dating or authority figures. What can make us so mad that we we could uh, get to that point? To that point where, like, it's saying, like, oh, you should die or things like that. Or, or violence. Um, I think it just comes from, like, a lot of people not really knowing how to deal with the emotions that they have. And so, like it's easy to explode at someone and to become violent than it is to be like, let me evaluate what's happening here. Like maybe what is the other person feeling in this moment? 
it's easier to just go straight to violence than to actually take that time to kind of evaluate what what might actually be happening. I mean, but that's the scary uh, scary thing. Like, where do we where do, where do we draw that line? Because I don't care what nobody says. Relationships is where a lot of violence happens. What what kind of stirs the pot to even get it that hot? I don't know why that happens. It's always the people that you're closest to where a lot of the violence happens. Not even just like like couple relationships. You see it with like parents and kids sometimes where parents will even go so far and be like abusive towards their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, from like schooling and stuff like that, they haven't really there's not really any research that shows why that happens. Like we know it happens, but the why behind it, there really isn't an answer for that. Um, It's more of like dealing with it as it comes. Well, you know what? That leaves a bunch of questions in my head that need answers. Talking greasy. We're about to go to a break, but how do we deal with anger? Why do we hurt the people we love? And why is violence our favorite conflict deflator on Talking Greasy? Y'all niggas is lying. It's time to talk that shit. And we're back on Talking Greasy. And we we just heard the story about Earl Thomas and uh, Nina Thomas. And it got a little crazy, man. He went from having an orgy with his brother. That's already questionable. Then getting caught by his girl with a pistol in her hand, uncocked, luckily. Almost shot her man and possibly will be doing jail time. The main topic this week is what's your boiling point? What you do when you get there, how to react, and how to stop yourself from even going that far. Because... When you when you heard the story, what was the first thing that went through your mind? First thing that went through my mind was it was wild because facts. It was just like okay, it's bad enough that he was with his brother doing whatever with a bunch of women. And why are you naked around your brother? That's a whole right, other. I'm just like okay, I don't know, whatever. Listen, do what man. You do. Hey, listen, I just want to bust nuts with my bro. All right. <laughs> do what you do that's, that's your business Not mine But I, I, I will flame that nigga At the next family reunion <laughs> I am flame Yoga flaming that dude Cause come on Really bro Like maybe that's their thing Like it, they pick up A couple girls They go back listen, to the house And they, they do what they do Listen man My homegirl She had a cousin Where she kept ke- uh, Catching her cousin Having sex and I feel like low key They wanted to get caught by her Like I don't care what my homegirl did Cause they lived together She would go take out the trash They doing it they, She would go try to get to the restroom They doing it like, Some people into that though They like they like being caught They listen, like having someone look at them Listen I'm one of those people But not by family members <laughs> <laughs> There's That's a line a, Hell of a line <laughs> Because I mean shit I don't remember uh, When I was like Early 20s Sneaking it at the house Even then I didn't want to get caught Or heard mm-hmm. I, I like the excitement But even then it's But like back I won't get caught Yeah But let's get back to the main topic Okay First thing first NFL dude Got money 
got 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 some kids by this uh young lady. I mean, from a woman's standpoint, because I'm not in that mind frame. That's you. You what's a what's a uh, NFL star you might know? Uh, you and Dak Prescott, y'all been together. Y'all got two kids together. You find them in the bed with two other chicks and his brother. What's the, what's the what's the first thing going through your mind? Well, um, if we going based off of that story, yes, she actually had went on his Snapchat and seen that he they were somewhere. He had his location on, and she okay. pulled up. That's how she knew that it was some um, women that was there as well. My thing is if Man. I know if if it's known because I feel like she she probably know that his brother the type that's gonna get him into some stuff. So or, if or vice versa, right? So if you know this, then you already know when you pull up, it's gonna be some, it's gonna be some mess. So I feel like I'm not the type of person that's gonna come with some violence. I'm just not that type of person. I'm gonna be the type of person that if I catch you, I'm gonna be like, all right, bet. I'm gonna go home. I'm pack up stuff. I'm pack up kids. We out. Like period. That's it. I mean, I mean, true, but that, that's another reason why I wanted to have this uh, conversation about boiling points. And again, you don't don't flame me for this, but let's keep it a book. If you married, nice lifestyle, you got your uh your uh your, your own office fully furnished from your uh husband's NFL check. You really want to give all that up? Yeah, I would. Cause for me, like it it's more than money. Uh, I mean. For some people, they they you know there's a lot of there's a lot of women that are married to people in the NFL, NBA, all the sports that know that their husbands are out there cheating and they don't care because they're like I mean, for me it's I'll I'll put up with it to live the lifestyle that I have. Okay, well, well let me ask you something because again I want to hear how women think and we'll bounce ideas off of each other. Once I I don't think the average woman will leave their husband for a cheat. And we we just talking about regular smegular guy. We ain't even talking about NFL type dude. We talking about the 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 girl who 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 stayed with her husband, knowing he cheating, knowing he a dog. But as soon as the kids are graduate from high school, or it's just them in the house, then she'll maybe consider it. But I, cheating is not a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. What uh? We talking about psychology and all that. Mentally speaking, when when do we know, or what are the signs that our women have emotionally withdrawn from us, or or they're getting to that tipping point of being done with us? I feel like most times men can tell um, because it's more than just like we ain't really having sex no more. It's more like she ain't really talking to me at all. If it ain't got nothing to do with the kids, that's it. Then that's a punishment. I mean, for some guys, I mean, for some guys, no, I mean, it might not it, it, be, it, it, but for yeah. some others, it's just like, okay, well, she normally come to me about stuff. Who's she talking to if she ain't talking to me no more? So okay. for some guys, they might have an issue with that because it's like, okay, clearly maybe she's got somebody. Like, okay, I got somebody, but maybe she do too. Man, okay, and again, I heard a lot of women side with Nina on what she did. I mean, Again, because toxic behavior, people love that stuff. I don't know. I don't know why. Um, of course, for me professionally, I have had couples who have maybe done some things like that before. But it's just like it's kind of 
celebrate it when a woman doesn't put up with it. I feel like it all starts with uh, waiting to exhale when uh, Angela Bass's character <laughs> set her husband stuff on fire in the car. I feel like after that, everybody was just like, yep, if he out here cheating, that's what you do. So I feel like I, I that mean, might be like part of where that comes from. I mean, but why why do so many women register with it? Because again, it's one thing to put an idea in your head. It's another one for it to resonate. Mm-hmm. Uh, what 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 in the world makes women agree with it? I don't know. I feel like it's more like women put up with a lot, and mm-hmm. so it's like you know she's at her breaking point where she's like tearing his stuff up, throwing his stuff out, maybe like beating him up. You know that she's at that breaking point, and it's just like for some women, it's just like yeah, it's about time that you finally let him know, like. Doesn't matter how you let him know. It's about time you let him know. Okay. With that being such a broad statement, I'm going to ask you this one, then we're going to get to the more violent side of this whole conversation on both ends. What, as far as like growing up wise, is there any triggers that could possibly carry on with us to adulthood that, could make us a little bit more aggressive or a little bit more violent relationships? Oh, for sure, yeah. Because a lot of times we learn about relationships by seeing what our parents are doing. So if... Whole time they wrong. Yeah, pretty much. But, I mean, you don't know wrong until, you until you know, you learn different. Definitely. So um, if you see your parents and they always fighting, she like you see your mom always getting beat up, then, like, for guys, they might think, like, okay, that's maybe how I keep her in her place because that's what my dad did. So I feel like a lot of times um, how we, how we conduct ourselves in relationships is based on what we saw growing up. Okay. We, we see that we internalize that we have no filter to kind of tell us right from wrong. Cause if you live wrong long enough, it'll look right. What in the hell gets us to kind of check these things beforehand? Because, again, I know the the popular answer is therapy, which, I mean, obviously. But what, what can we kind of do to soul search and kind of, you know, watch out for our triggers, watch out for things that could possibly, like, get us over the edge? It takes a lot of evaluation of yourself. Um because boiling boiling point moments don't happen that often for most people. So it's one of those where, like, if you have a boiling point moment, you're going to have to, once you calm down, evaluate and figure out, like, okay, what got me to that point? Um, Like, I I work with a lot of kids that have anger issues, and so the way that I do it with them is, um, I'll have them put their anger on a scale of like one to 10 and like one being like, I'm not really mad at all. 10 being like, I'm so mad. I'm seeing red. I'm put my hands on somebody. So if they give me a number, then we might rewind, um, and go through the situation and figure out like, okay, how did it get to that point? So like, that's something that you have to do with yourself. You have to kind of figure out like, okay, I was at this level of anger. What happened in those moments that got me to that point? Okay, well let's let's go back to this Earl and Nina uh, conversation. She got to the point of again, maybe maybe this man cheated in the past, mm-hmm. 
Now this man has to possibly die. What 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 gets a woman to it's I'm so angry, it's it seems like reasonable to kill somebody. Okay. Um, I know in that article they also said that she was more trying to scare him. She actually wasn't trying to kill him, but <laughs> yeah, but, all right. But she got she got, she got lawyers, so she she know the rhetoric, right? She also didn't check the the chamber, which that was a, again like a, a foul on her part because no, if, uh, if uh, okay, she wasn't trying to you know actually do harm, then Allegedly. she probably should have checked, yeah. or she probably would have checked if she knows anything about guns. Again. <laughs> Lawyer talk, public image. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna leave that alone. But let's say allegedly, she checked the chamber. She's in kill mode. Mm-hmm. It's different from harming somebody, messing with somebody's life to kill. What? 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 How do we get to the build up of killing somebody or possibly? I don't know. I think it differs from person to person. Um, Maybe this had been like, like you said, he had been cheating multiple times and like, maybe this was it for her. She just couldn't take it anymore. Maybe there was some other stuff that was going on that day that they ain't talked about. And Mm -hmm. that was just her boiling point. We really don't know because of course it's their relationship and we're not in it, but uh, it could also be like, maybe her friends was hyping her up. They was like, yeah, girl, you need to go make him pay. And you know, they hyping you up. And then all of a sudden you at that boiling point because of the conversation that you had with them. So it's a lot of different factors that could have led to her getting to that point. Okay. Cause again, with uh, men and women, it, it getting to that blind rage moment, which, which statistically speaking, who's more inclined to have more blind rage? Is there a certain demographic? Or a certain type of personalities that would be more inclined to violence. Um, I mean, they say, and I, a lot of the research I have my own feelings about, but they do say that um, in like more violent prone areas, like essentially growing up in the hood, mm-hmm. you're more likely to be violent if you grew up in those type of areas. You know what? I kind of I kind of see why you took that as fifty fifty. Cause I mean, if black people are so violent, why why everybody else still around? Right. <laughs> so as I'm like, some of the research, like yeah, I, so I, I have my I, own I see, feelings I see, about I it. I see what but, you mean. Yeah. But but again, and let's get back into mindset. Okay, hypothetically, somebody betrayed your trust. They cheated on you. You took them back for the kids, for the lifestyle, for your family. And this is for you hypothetically, right? Because you know it's all different. What what would make you more angry that you trusted that person again, or that you did this to yourself? For me, it would be more because I did it to myself. So it's kind of like, I mean, we really don't, for the most part, try to harm ourselves. Mm-hmm. So of course, like if you're upset at yourself, you gonna want to take it out, and so you might take it out on that person. Like, you might really be mad at yourself, but all that aggression is going towards that person. Oh, and another thing, because, again, um, you you notice how everybody's not good at talking about their feelings, whatever. Mm-hmm. I heard, ain't that like a little spice in making you a little bit more angry a person? Because if you can't articulate it, if you can't feel it, it it's, it's going to come out either 
can it come out in fighting sex or uh just normal you know ticks or whatever yeah um a lot of times if you if you have difficulty expressing your emotions or understanding them anger is kind of like the main one that people go to um just because it's the easiest to go to than any of the other ones and it's the one that is the least vulnerable from the other emotions okay so okay I pissed off my wife. I'm in this situation. What what type of what type of man like we talking about? You know, psychology. What type of men don't care about doing this type of activity to other women or other people in general? It's like I want this. I get this. In the discussion, what type of personality would that be or be closest to? Uh, personality wise If it's someone that only cares about themselves That's more of a narcissist okay. If they don't care about other people's feelings Because the main focus is themselves They don't care what happens to other people As long as they're getting what they want Okay and for the men and women out there How can we how can we spot them Because again that That's a I mean I hate to be that dude But a lot of people are falling into that category now Like that number keeps getting bigger mm-hmm. well, What's some signs that it's somebody who's just we we can't trust them like that on that level. The thing about narcissists are they're very good at hiding that they're narcissists, so okay. it's hard to spot them. A lot of times in the beginning of the relationships, they will seem like the most perfect partner ever. They will cater to your every need. They will, you know, um, do whatever it is you need to do. There will be those little small moments where you might question, and that's when you need to start paying attention when you have those small moments because those small moments then become big moments where like now they're not catering to you at all. Now they want you to do everything. Now they want you to cater to them and only them. And it's going to be them taking and you giving and that's it. Okay. With that being said, uh, besides uh, that description, what's another like a little sign that they're a little narcissistic? Um, and there, I, I haven't, I need to go back and look at the research cause they've done research a lot on narcissists and look to see what are some common patterns that you see in them. Um, a lot of them have certain type of up, upbringings that are, uh, similar, but I can't think of what they are right now, okay, but there fine. are, there are different signs, uh, based on research that they found. I'm sure like doing a quick Google search, you can find a lot of information since it's kind of like a big thing right now. Okay. Well, let me flip it. Okay. That's the, the aggressor. Because Nina, even, and I hate to call her this, she's quote-unquote the victim, mm-hmm. which I, which we're going to get back to that in a minute. What type of personalities normally are victim to narcissists or other forms of manipulation? Okay, um, this is going to sound terrible, but I'm going to just go, go ahead and say it. Narcissists prey on people who they believe are weak, people that they feel they can walk over, essentially. Um So if you're someone that's not a very strong personality, you're someone that doesn't really stand up for yourself. You're someone that has trouble, like essentially voicing your needs. Um, Narcissists kind of prey on those type of people because they know that they're easy to manipulate. Okay. And with that being said, because we only got a few more minutes with that being said, what. When do we know. When do we get out the the clutches of a narcissist? How how we how we get out of their clutches? Okay, because they got us. We're we're deep, deep, deep in the relationship. How we get away from? 
Um, the first is recognizing that you need to get away. Cause for a lot of people, they don't even, they don't even recognize that like, this is a bad situation cause it's been going on so long. They're used to it. And the person has beat them down so bad, had their self-esteem so low that, um, they see themselves as like, nobody else is going to want me. So I'm going to just be with this person. So the first is like, you kind of got to build yourself up and get to that point of recognizing like, it's time I got to get out of this situation. Okay. Why do, because again, in society, we do our best, our best, not all the time, but we do our best to p- p- protect the women because mm-hmm. they help us out. They make the world a, a little bit of a better place. But why does society let women be the victim in majority of situations, regardless of their actions? Like, now, I know this is a stream, but like if you stab me right now, they'd be like, "Well, damn, what you do, Darnell? What you mean? <laughs> like, what, what, what type of mindset is that?" I don't know. Women are viewed as weaker, um, even though like we've proven time and time again that we are not weak people. We can be strong. We can stand up for ourselves. There's still that mentality of like we're weak, so it's just like, okay, you had to have done something to make her like act this way because. She's this weak person. She's actually standing up for herself. What did you do? Okay. Again, let me go back to male traits, female traits of people. People hate when I bring up male, female, because I mean, because like, I mean, men are more inclined to do this behavior wise. Women are more inclined on average. This, mm-hmm. this is just average. Everybody's their own person, but on average, who's who's more on the narcissistic side and. And harder to get away from a male narcissist or a female narcissist. Uh, you see more males than female narcissists, so I would say the male based on that. Okay. And um, hypothetically, let's say, let's say Earl and Nina, both good people, mm-hmm. overall okay, but he can't stop cheating. She. She's trying to work with the brother because he is living that lifestyle. What what would make it hard uh, for the man to what would make a man be a constant cheater? And what would put a woman in a position to possibly repetitively be walked over like that? What 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 type of woman would stay in that situation mentally or person personality wise? Um, Again, it's really someone that like maybe they see it as. I'm not gonna get better than this. So I mean, I mean, no shade. If your if your husband's an NFL player, <laughs> I you mean, know, it's just like he, <laughs> from mean, an income standpoint, you know, yeah, and you, you black, might not. and you black, right? So yeah, like, you might you, not. Uh, so I mean, you know, yeah. and that's why I feel like that happens a lot in sports um, industries where like mm-hmm. you see all these cheating scandals come out and the wife stays because it's like she doesn't want to give up that lifestyle. So it's kind of like. They just kind of accept it um, so that they can continue to have the lifestyle that they have because they know, like, I mean, yeah, you might get some alimony, but that still ain't going to be the same. Shit, don't don't forget child support. Yeah. So, But what about, uh, again, what about the male? What type of male constantly keeps cheating? Because, again, let's be honest, men, women, mm-hmm. it's a possibility for everybody. But what keeps somebody staying a constant cheater? What, what, what would make them stay in that? That keep doing that I feel like it's a physical need That's not being met in the home And so they're trying to find it elsewhere 
So, like, they might have a a good physical connection with their partner, but, like, mm-hmm. maybe there's just this one thing that they won't do, but, you know, old girl down the street, she'll do it. So right. that could that could be a, a part of it um, because, of course, not everybody is 100% sexually compatible. Like, you can love someone and not be 100% sexually compatible with them. So... And my thing is Because It was a post In this other group of them We gonna wrap this up And give somebody Some uh, Some useful tools They can use With that being said What In the world I mean I read a post In a Facebook group Where men Were talking about The reasons they cheated Mm -hmm. Most of them was You know Average Logical things Hey It was available It was I could get away with it some other ones were really interesting. I was insecure. I didn't know how to end a relationship. I didn't. I. I didn't feel uh, loved anymore. Um, since men, on average, don't always know how to articulate their feelings, can can cheating be a possible outlet? Possibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be an outlet because, um, again, like some some stuff that's happening in the home, like. Especially if the partner like y'all y'all ain't getting along and angry sex ain't working either, um, then you looking elsewhere to kind of get that need met. So I feel like that could that could play it. Damn, I didn't I didn't know it could get this deep. Uh, we about to wrap it up. Last last question for real for real. What what can we do to never get to this hole? Boiling point of possibly want to kill somebody, possibly want to hurt somebody, because you know I was reading some statistics and men and women are like neck and neck in domestic violence. The only mm-hmm. difference is women use more weapons and more other means, and men's just be more physical. What what can we do for ourselves as individuals get away from that? Um, like we talked about earlier, recognizing your triggers, that's the biggest thing. Like, if you know that if your partner cheats, you you likely to, you know, grab a knife and do something, then um, that needs to be a hard boundary that you need to communicate with your partner. Like, hey, if if you go out and cheat, you know, there is a possibility I could get so mad that, some, so, that something happens. So now it's like, okay, if you go out and cheat, I already had that conversation with you, so... You know, you can't be surprised if if the response is what it is, because I've already told you. You know what? Let me ask you something, because I was trying to figure it out. Is it a form of manipulation if somebody do you wrong and they get mad that you don't respond the way they want? Yeah, people will do that, too. And what is that called? Um, I feel like people will do that it because they're looking for an emotional response. Okay. Um, so or they want attention. And so if you're not giving them the attention that they expected by them going out and doing something, it's kind of like a kid. So like kids will do stuff. Sometimes kids are very attention seeking. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't have kids, but most of, most of my friends have kids and I've seen it for myself. So they will do things that they, they know that they're not supposed to do, but they know that it's going to get your attention. Okay. Wow. Live and learn. Hey, I would like to thank my guests for coming today. I really appreciate it. Hey, can you drop your social media if you want to? If not, that's fine because that'll be easier to wrap this thing up. Yeah, so um, on Instagram, you can follow me at Monet. That is C-M-O-E-N-A-Y. It's the same on Twitter. All right, thank you so much. It's your boy, Darnell. If you would like to be a guest on the show, hit us up at talkinggreasy at gmail.com. Also, if you 
would like to look at the show, uh, go to our YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And my personal is Darnell Does It on Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter. Because it ain't easy talking easy, talking greasy. Because I'm about to beat your ass. Bye.